Welcome to Mad Toast Live with Chris Wagoner and Mary Gaines. Recorded weekly for podcast in front of a live audience. Oh, they're so live. Uh, let's see, we do this every Tuesday from about 7.30 to about 10.30 at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, just down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. Who do we got on the show tonight, Chris? Welcome to Lucas Cates Band. Hey, hey. Yeah. Thank you. Hello. We don't usually have full-on bands. We've had, we've had one other band, but we're going to start having more full bands. But you guys are definitely a full band. Full band, man. Full band. There's four guys. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> hey, you want to introduce the band, Lucas? All right. Uh, my name is Lucas Cates. Uh, this is Kenny Lizer on guitar and violin here. Okay. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, this is Mark Maxson on bass guitar here. And uh, my good friend Jesse Warmco on the drums is back there. Powers combined. Yeah. Jesse, I'm sorry we couldn't arrange a drum riser for you. That's all right. Okay. <laughs> no one can see me back here. I'm actually playing with my underwear. Awesome. Cool. That's what we like about I'm, I'm you're in the comfort zone podcast. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so this is a podcast. Well, we don't have to tell you. Oh, we'll get back to that. People out listening to the podcast what? know it is. I don't know. But you guys just got back from the East Coast. You've actually been out east several times in the last year, haven't you? Uh, well, we've been down south quite a bit. Oh, um, I think uh, I said actually, south. <laughs> <laughs> we were out east for a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, that was our first time out, out east. Um, oh. We went as a full band that, that time, and uh, usually we go out as a, we've gone out as a duo. Kenny and I usually go out okay. by ourselves first to go scope out scenes, so see where we can bring the band and see if it's, it's workable. Ooh. But uh, yeah, it was a great time. A little reconnaissance mission. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is it like... There's a great, because Mary and I would be all over like, there's a great diner. We're going to have to remember that, you know. <laughs> or you, you guys are looking at venues and we're looking at, I don't know. Diners. You guys are professional musicians, I think. <laughs> uh, a lot of them are clubs. And, yeah. Um, but out east, a lot of them are really nice venues, actually. Um, a lot of door charges. So they were, you know, we were playing with other big bands from the areas and stuff. Yeah. So it was so nice. It was do nice. they have like a lot of specials, like a shot of their cheapest whiskey with like Pabst Blue Ribbon in a can? <laughs> Just, Those, in, just in Wisconsin. In, in no, Wisconsin. Just really? the really, really good places. Yeah. <laughs> with, with bacon. I don't know. Oh, yeah, and bacon. Yeah. <laughs> so you were just out in uh, Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Was, and that was the whole band? Yep, East that Coast? was the whole band. Yep. I thought yeah. it was my, oh, pa, night, and my. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> Those are those are the abbreviations <laughs> for states. I, I typed up the notes, so it's not my fault. It's not yeah, I read fault. these things and I go, what? Hey, how was WGN? You were on WGN in Chicago? WGN 9, yeah. January 22? What yeah, was that about? Yeah, it was just, uh, you go on and you kind of do a couple uh, tidbits of songs that go that play in between um, like commercial breaks. And then um, you've got one song you do, the full-length song, and then you get like yeah. an interview. And then we actually had a show in, at Martyrs that night, so we were there oh, cool. promoting the show. And uh, we got stuck in a little traffic on the way down, so we were a little bit late. So we didn't get to do our interview on television. We had to do it on, um, on it was actually a podcaster on, online. Yeah. Um, but um, I made a, a quite an inappropriate comment about Jennifer Conley in the movie <laughs> Labyrinth. So it was good that it was just online and not you know, <laughs> nationwide. How, how uh, inappropriate was it? I mean, quite. This, well, we're not going to repeat okay, it. We can't say, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Could you change uh, anything about it? Or we should just drop that. Never mind. I just really like that movie. God, I'm yeah. just hungry <laughs> to know now. Speaking and I like of Jennifer movies, Conley too. Speaking of movies, I just watched your video. You probably got more than one. Do you well, have more than one? Well, I watched three. You have one on purpose. The other one it was by accident. Uh, okay, what, the what's that about? Video. Oh, well, there's not really a funny story. I was oh. playing a, a solo gig and. The township of Oregon, so not the not the state. Um, and it was just a solo gig, and I was just playing ebb and flow. And there was a guy videotaping, and there was really only like three people there at the whole park. So I was kind of like looking around like this the whole time I was playing. But he ended up sending me a music video of like shots he'd taken of me playing, and then cars driving by, and, and the three people that were there, and, and <laughs> sent it to me. And it was like I made a video for ebb and flow. So in the video, I'm kind of like. <laughs> So it wasn't like the best, you know, I didn't have the best presentation, but... Um, it was a sweet thing for him to do, but at the yeah. same time, you're looking at it going... And, and he got himself some more business, and we just recorded uh, right. through one of our songs. Yeah, uh, I saw that. With, with the, he's uh, 18-year-old, his name is Tim Olson, TimOlson.net. Okay. 
Um, oh, I'm so glad to hear job. that worked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was actually really amazing because he just played the song as he plays the song. And the, the guy who filmed it lined it up with the recording version of the song. Yeah, he so it, it happened to be at the exact same tempo, the exact same performance wow. as the recording without any kind of click track. That's or, pretty hard to do. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I was amazed. That. <laughs> that's, that's cool. Because after a while, you think it starts gradually getting more right. out of sync until you're like, it's like a Japanese horror film yeah. or something. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for that moment. We made a few early videos yeah. like this. Oh no, it's a monster! <laughs> um, so video, yeah, video. Got a lot of talk about though. You guys have been really busy getting radio play. Triple M, uh, uh, 105.5 Triple M here in Madison. A lot of uh, great radio coming out of there. They do they do what they can they can to help promote local artists, even though it's not <laughs> always on their playlist. But they do what they can. That's awesome. Yeah, they've uh, they play Give Me a Reason off our new record. I've been trying to talk to Pat Gallagher via email to try and get him to play some other songs. Is that not that I don't like that song, but that'd yeah. probably be the last song on our new record for I'd ask them to play. But yeah, they've been they've been great, and Pat and uh, Kitty and Jonathan always uh, catch up with me and ask what we're doing and stuff. Yeah. So that's nice. Well, of them. I just want to put out there that usually whatever the band picks mm -hmm. as the hit song of the record, mm -hmm. that's <laughs> not the one. That it's never, doing. almost never. So that's cool because somebody actually <laughs> listened to the whole thing and said, "Okay, this one," you know. I'm assuming. <laughs> I hope but, so. Yeah. Hey, you guys want to hear a song? Yeah. So, this isn't on any of our records, but <laughs> this is a song of ours called Epic.
So that's probably going to be the next music video we do with, cool. with Tim. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, through is interesting. Uh, it's it's uh, it's dark. It is dark. It is dark. And that's what actually made it the most fun to to do the video with because we had yeah. to try to be serious. And when you're trying to be serious, <laughs> that's when you're the most funny. I think <laughs> it's got to be hard. <laughs> yeah. And uh, actually, uh, in the video, <clears throat> thing that's even the most weird about it is um, my my sister played my girlfriend in the video. So Kenny thought that was weird. That is a little strange. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's weird. And your mother is on it, too. Yeah, that's she's it. in it. Cameo. She was a girlfriend, too. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe your girlfriend. <laughs> okay, I like that. Okay. <laughs> Let's go down this path for a while. Because <laughs> you guys have been on the road for a long time. I... Yeah, been that ride yeah. it's, it's hard to sit over here. You know, we should have a desk like Letterman or something, but it's hard to you know, kind of sit here politely, you know, when you have a full band on stage right next yeah, to you. Really inside, we're going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. So, you guys work to get, really work together as a team. We've played in a lot of bands, and you guys have all played in, in probably in a lot of bands too. But um, obviously, you've got this great chemistry, and you talk about the chemistry, you're all great friends. Mm -hmm. And, uh, what a wonderful thing. I mean, that would be really hard to do what you're doing if you, did, if you weren't, yeah. right? I don't know if you guys want to talk about that, but yeah, I mean, I, we, I, as you guys yeah. know, I played with Robert J for right. a long time. Robert J um, used to play with, in a band with these two called the Moon Gypsies. And um, yeah, and uh, Robert J was uh, is my, the producer of my first record, Contradictory, back there. And Robert played with me for about a year and a half. And then um, and I had another bass player, Mark, I'm sorry, Matt Rogers, and uh, a drum player named Britton Rice. They both went to high school with me. And then um, Britt was with, with another band for a little while, and uh, they started touring a little bit, so um, he couldn't go on the road with us. And Robert was, has a family man, so he, he couldn't go on the road. So eventually we started weaning in other players, and now uh, I've been fortunate enough to meet uh, some of my best friends later on in life yeah. down the road here. And, uh, Kenny and Jesse came first, and then Mark Knox and is uh, within the last year here. But uh, yeah, Kenny and I and Mark all live together. We can smell each other's must all the time. <laughs> and, uh, and Chet lives about a, a mile down the road with his lovely girlfriend, so. Yeah. We can smell their must, too. You can smell it from your house. <laughs> so yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, we're, we're very fortunate to be good friends and be able to travel the country together. And, yeah. yeah. And hit the road. Do it now. I'm glad you're doing it now. It gets harder as you get older. <laughs> but you know, you have a pretty cool van. I saw you pulling up in. Yeah, yeah. We we the called the, we called the butt ref fart tub. Okay. <laughs> we got we had there was this calendar that I saw at at uh, one at my, one of my friend's that? house. Can you call it the what? It's called the butt ref fart tub. <laughs> Slow it down. Butt okay. raft fart tub. It's a palindrome. It says the same thing forwards yeah. as it says backwards. So. Oh, yeah. oh, it's yeah. way more than a palindrome. <laughs> <laughs> Being the only uh, woman in many many bands. I, I, Anyway, hey, was that WGN show? Was that a morning show? I gotta ask you guys, you know, you're doing some morning shows. How do you like playing morning shows? Why do they put musicians on morning shows? That's why I ask you. I don't know. I mean, well, you know, it's kind of, I think it's that diversity it's thing. Cruel. I mean, not diversity. Um, uh, what's the word? Working starts with a without a net. Oh, yeah. That, that thing where, like, if something goes wrong at the beginning of a show, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah, just get it over with. Because then you're like, okay. Yeah. Well, it's kind of nice because really when you look back, you know, you can yeah. blame any kind of mistake at all on the fact that it's seven in the morning. Right. Yeah. Right. Like I was only asleep for an hour and I was still yeah. wasted. Yeah. Type well, you know, of thing. <laughs> we don't drink in this band. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the one, the one upside, if there's an upside to our economic collapse, is now we can blame anything on that. That's true. You know, and almost anything you can blame on that. I've d yeah, I'm working on all of them. Somehow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if things start getting better, we'll have to start finding some other excuses, I guess. I'm going to want this later on. <laughs> you, you, wait, what's that? I'm going to want this recording later on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have it. So this one's in, is this one in uh, D? This one is in D. We get to play, we get to play with the band. We get to play with the band. Yes. Yeah. Chris Wagner, Mary Gaines, everybody. We don't know what we're playing. So this is a song we, uh, Kenny and I were playing a little while for by ourselves and uh, as a duo. And then we got a chance to go out to, to uh, a tour out in Colorado. And we spent a couple days at Mark Knoxon's um, 
cottage in Estes Park. And we arranged the song out there, and uh, I didn't really have any words for the song for a little while, so it was mostly like vocal melodies, kind of like, na, 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 for a while, you know, until I kind of found <laughs> the words that meant something to me. And um, I was kind of sitting there thinking, you know, I'm in the, in the woods in the middle of nowhere uh, in a cottage and having a great time, and I'm on tour with my best friends, and uh, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. So this song's called To Life.
you guys. To life. Nice. To life. They had a lot of like neat sections, <laughs> how it moved from one to another. Who was that? That was a, uh, um, you just did uh, Borat. Borat, thank you. <laughs> do you did do I miss something? Yeah, he just said, That's a, that was a nice. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> do you do other impressions as well? Uh, Snap do Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. That's enough. That's all. <laughs> That's all you need. So you must have a lot of web pages then. You guys are young. We were making, not making fun of, well, not making fun of it, but we need to learn how. Actually, they make fun of us, but like Twitter. We were talking about Twitter. and I, you, you can know, find us on Twitter, actually, Mad Toast Live. But you know, Twitter's long for twit. <laughs> Uh-oh. I run a couple myself, and then Mark Knoxon helps me run a, a couple as well. Yeah. So, yes. Cool. It's incredibly time-consuming, isn't it? Changing things all the time. All yes. the time, yep. yeah. Yeah, it is. But can't we have? Can't we all just have one? How about you give me a guitar lesson, and I'll uh, I'll give you some MySpace <laughs> lessons. You're on. <laughs> You're on. Oh, you don't know how on you are. Um, so lots of radio. Been AAA college international radio. What was oh, that? Um, actually, this happened a while ago um, with our first record. Um, I got a random email from a, a guy named um, Ivan Mubiru from Kampala, Uganda, and he wow. had, he had uh, heard um, my record on satellite radio, and somehow um, Sanyu FM, I guess their local radio station and East African radio had picked it up for somehow, but he said that they'd been playing some songs off of my record uh, in, in uh, East Africa, and him and his family... Uh, um, Got a hold of me through uh, my uh, through Hotmail and asked yeah. if I would you know send them some clothes you know and so I sent them a care package with T-shirts and CDs and oh, nice. um, so I've got a couple pictures um, um, from that CD one that I sent to him and I again I've I've stayed in touch with them and I sent him a, our new record as well so I've got pics of uh, him and his family and yeah that's so that's cool. kind of how it came about. You never know I mean you could you could wake up yeah. and be like huge in Uganda. <laughs> <laughs> That could happen. That would be the tours. And well, our friends, uh, my friend Aaron Conco plays with Natty Nation. They just went on a, uh, like a, a they went just played around with a bunch of troop stations in Africa okay. and stuff like that. So um, I was going to look into something like that and maybe blow it up in Kampala, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you got to be careful what you say about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah no. Not like that, everybody. <laughs> not really. Not really blow it up, but peace. Peace. <laughs> <Love>. <laughs> But that's true, you never know in this, in this silly industry. I mean, what, you work really hard, you do, you jump through all the right hoops, and it, you work and work and work, and then, and then it sometimes boils down to that one person that knows those five people that know those 10 people, that, and all of a sudden, you know, and you've been working hard for five years, 10 years, whatever. It is a lot about putting yourself in front of the right people, you know, it's more, it really is more about who you know than what you know, you know. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why I think getting on the road and touring and banging the pavement is good for us because yeah. we're only going to meet so many people in Madison that are going to be able to help us move things to the next level. And, yeah. and uh, it's been treating us well so far, so I'm, I'm excited about it. You know. Well, yeah. How often do you get inspired on the road? Have you written some songs on the road, like together, or, um, or just you? I think that last song was the only one we really like arranged or on the road, really. Yeah. Um, we've, been working on, <laughs> we've been working on one, but we're not prepared to bring it out yet. Yeah, they've been working on a... Uh, um, barbershop musical quartet <laughs> yes. called What's That Smell in Brownsville? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, we, we, we kind of arranged it, Mark and I, at about three or four in the morning from Colorado Springs to Fort Collins, I believe. Uh-huh. In the middle of the night. It was. These guys don't even remember they were dead asleep, but uh, we... Yeah. Don't we, you guys know that's a dangerous road? Well... <laughs> In many ways. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, for you yeah, listeners out there, check, check out uh, in 2010, they'll probably be somewhere way below Broadway, but what's that smell in Brownsville? Off, off, <laughs> off, 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 yeah, off, 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 off Broadway. <laughs> what's that smell in Brownsville? Okay. Well, since yeah. talking about smell seems to be popular in music now, you could have a hit, you know. Oh, yeah. Isn't that the weirdest thing? When Nirvana first came out with that smells like teen spirit, I was like, well, what does that smell like? 
Well, everyone wanted to know. Eighth grade I know, but the, the imagination goes worse <laughs> places. Than exactly. I guess the whole thing. Smells like, lo- smells like locker. Locker, yeah. That's what we want. A green locker. Yeah. I'm not talking about that anymore. I know. Okay. <laughs> hey, under- I shouldn't have brought it up. You did bring it up. Uh, Undercover is Please. off of... That's, that's off first record. That's off your first record, yeah. Yep. yeah. yeah. And actually, Miss Mary Gaines sang on the song. I did? Yeah. Yes, you did. You did. Cool. She sings on so many people's records, she doesn't even remember how many people <laughs> What's when she my sings. <laughs> you don't remember your Facebook password either. Huh? I wrote that one down. I just don't know how to fix my computer. Chet, how are your underwear doing back there? Doing good, doing good. Thanks for asking. You're welcome. So, how about under, a little undercover? Sure. Speaking of under. Sure. Don't forget that happened.
Everybody, Mr. Kenny Lies on guitar. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> well, thank you and good night. No. <laughs> Man, you guys, I mean, I, I mean this in all seriousness. Could that have been like a Coliseum concert? I mean, that, that yeah, was that like... Yeah, that was awesome. Thank that, you guys. that could have been... You guys, you guys should be playing arenas. I mean, it would translate to that. Man. I feel like such a dork, like I'm on, like, I'm sitting on the stage with Led Zeppelin, you know, and I'm going, <laughs> yeah. I'm not Led Zeppelin. I mean, that, that, Kenny, good lord. That's, that was like a, like a Pink Floyd moment there. Or something. <laughs> but um, better, I mean, wonderful. it's you. I, 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 would, I will say uh, a, a peak, this is a good, good compliment for a good friend of ours, but a peak turning point in my playing, which is that song, was yeah. Robert J. So I'd like to thank him for the inspiration just off of the record itself. Okay. Just listening to the way he felt that tune. Yeah. And what he produced from, from what that song was and listening to it and trying to take that into making my own has crafted like this whole new realm of playing for yeah. me, which is that, which that, that was, that felt pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded pretty good. Um, so, so hopefully yeah. Robert hears this, but I'd like yeah. to thank him for, that, for yeah. that inspiration, whether he knows it or not. Yeah, when you, hear a, when you hear a killer guitar solo or any great solo, and you think it gets to a point, you're going, yeah, yeah, and it keeps going. You go, oh, my God, how can it get any better than that? And then you do it again, and it keeps getting higher, you know. But you guys all play with such incredible dynamics, and that's really unusual. I mean, that song goes, you're in the valley, and then it goes to the mountaintop. I mean, it's the whole thing. That song has definitely evolved since we <laughs> first wrote it, you know. And, and that's what we really liked is that, you know, bringing it way down so it's like you yeah. can whisper over it. And then to it's like, now every time we play it live, that ends up being like the loudest thing that we play the whole night. And then yeah. everything after that, we're like, I can't hear anything in the monitors. Can you hear anything? <laughs> it seems like that's a pretty good set closer right there, I would think. But, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. So do you guys have some road stories now that you've... Been on the road for a while, huh? My favorite. Yeah, I got to get in here. <laughs> um, I got a really good story from um, Bardstown, Kentucky. And for those of you who don't know where Bardstown, Kentucky is, we were told that um, it was just out of Louisville. Well, it was 45 minutes out of Louisville, which disqualifies it as an official suburb. Um, <laughs> It actually was kind of in Hilljack country, and um, for those of you who don't know also, that's where Jim Beam and Maker's Mark and, and some of the world's finest bourbon, I'll say from experience, <laughs> is made. Um, and uh, <laughs> so we roll up to, we're going to play two nights, two nights in Bardstown, Kentucky, and um, we, we get into town and, and we stop at a couple places and ask, well, have you seen the spirit room? We're, we're booked at the spirit room. That sounds really cool, you know? It sounds like, ooh, the spirit room. Whiskey. Whiskey. But, um, bourbon to be specific, excuse me. But um, what happened was nobody really heard of the spirit room. Like nobody, <laughs> had, nobody knew where this place was. And so we're driving around Bardstown, Kentucky. And, um, we stop at a gas station. There's a gas station and a Comfort Inn. Or no, excuse me, a Quality Inn. And um, we stop and ask for directions to the spirit room. And Lucas goes in. We're all sitting in the van, you know, kind of going like, whoa, what, what are we doing here? And uh, he comes out laughing. He's just laughing his ass off. And, oh, I'm sorry. Can I say ass? It's okay. Laughing. You should say okay, it a few times. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's laughing his took us off. And... Uh, he comes in the, in, in the van and he goes, well, we're here. And I, he, I'm like, here? Where is here? And he points to the uh, Quality Inn and Suites. It turns out we were playing in the lobby, or excuse me, the uh, lounge. What would you call it? The lounge of yeah. the Quality Inn and Suites in Bardstown, Kentucky, which was actually really convenient because our room was upstairs and to the right. So after a night of drinking sweet <laughs> Kentucky bourbon and moonshine, it turned out to be really good for us. But um, that, was, it, uh, was it called the spirit room? It was called the spirit room. It was it was full of spirit. That's for sure. Ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> Barstown is one of the most haunted cities apparently in the United States. But so uh, how do you know if they were ghosts or whether they were real patrons? You know, at the it was end called of the, night, the spirit room. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Right? 
Absolutely. <laughs> we were a we were going to church there for two days. You bet. But um, that that was a pretty exciting experience for me. I have uh, another story. Robert, I wish Robert J was here to help uh, tell a little bit of this one. Um, we were playing in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. This is before these guys' time here. This is uh, at the Cincinnati uh, Midpoint Music Festival, and we were staying um, 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 with a, a, at a at a suite on top of the Ramada down there. And I who got we got hooked up with it um, oh. through my friend Brian Frank, who um, was a gentleman I met through Procter and Gamble, who's a volunteer at the festival. But. Um, <sighs> We were playing at a show. We had booked a couple shows around, um, so we only didn't have to go down just for the one show. And we played at this place called Universal Grill, which my friend Brian Frank had hooked me up to. Um, and for those of you that don't know about Universal Grill, it is an alternative club. And I booked this show at the alternative club, but I didn't want to tell my bandmates because I didn't want them to have any preconceived notions before they went into the show. So. This story, I mean, offset, offset, tangent, again, tangent. Tangent. Tangent off this. Go, go for it, man. <laughs> um, hearing them each tell their own, their own story about when they realized they were playing at an alternative club is a whole another funny story. <laughs> but um, that night when we were playing, um, um, we were talking about, you know, we, we were so ecstatic that we had this suite, and we were saying, oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to party afterwards and suite, blah, 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 at the, at the Ramada Inn. And, and then at that point in time I realized I just made the biggest mistake of my entire <laughs> life and um, so the show went on we got done with the show and there's a gentleman sitting in the front row and he he really liked the show and invited us down to his shop about three doors down from since uh, from the Universal Grill to um, basically come into his clothing shop and he like gave us a bunch of clothes and and uh, some jeans it was really nice of him and um, all of us were down there and uh, about an we were there for probably for about a half hour and um, all of a sudden there were these two guys transvestites banging on the glass outside the, outside the um, shop. And one of them looked like a, a, an overgrown uh, Boy George character. And then, with, and then once they got inside, you know, they introduced themselves. You know, his name was Raven. And then his uh, boyfriend's name was, um, was Joan. And Joan looked like the ambiguous Pat from Saturday Night Live with a, a, <laughs> a gray trench coat on, um, clip-on like pearl earrings, and big Chanel glasses with no lenses in them. Lovely. And he said, hi, I'm Joan. <laughs> and so we shook their hands, and they were like, yeah, guys, we were up at your room for like an hour banging on the door. We got a bunch of blow. You want to do it with us? And we were like, no, guys, you really don't. So that, yeah. was, a, that was a really weird, awkward Cincinnati <laughs> gig. But it was kind of like when they were giving us the clothes in the shop, and the ambiguous Pat and Raven and boy George were hanging around watching all the time. It was kind of like an episode of Queer Eye from the Straight Guy, you know? So Yeah. Ro ask Robert about that sometime. I've heard, I've heard bits of that. <laughs> he he tells it well. a little differently. Uh, yeah. but He came it? off with a really good-looking shirt, though. Yeah. He did. I'll tell you that much. We were all sharp. Yeah, you do have yeah. to be careful what you say on stage sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> or anywhere in life, I think. Yeah. Yes. But well, so, you, so you, you dodged a bullet on that one. I did. Nobody yeah. asked you for your key? No. Yeah. No. I learned my lesson. I got some <laughs> spare keys that I got from a hotel that was closing down, some guy just said, oh, I'll take some of these, and I went, hey! So I got like a handful of these keys that say, like, room 100, and they're kind of ominous looking. I'll send you some. Okay. Hey, speaking yeah. of Cincinnati, we were speaking of Cincinnati, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Good. I was listening, I was here. Cincinnati, the ballet. Yeah. This okay. is, that was an interesting deal. I know that was a while ago. That was... It was a little while ago. It was yeah. this, right around the same time. Okay. Um, Brian Frank, the gentleman I was talking about before, um, Procter & Gamble is a big sponsor for the music festival, for Midpoint Music Festival. And, um, I was going to ask how you knew people from Procter & Gamble, because that's he, sort well, of a stretch. He was a volunteer at the, for the festival. Um, oh, okay. they, were, they were having conferences and like, the panels and such, and he was just basically opening doors for people, and I was talking about our show, telling him to come out, yeah. and he ended up coming out to our show, really liking it, buy a bunch of CDs and T-shirts. and So that's how I met, met him. And then, um, so they're a big sponsor for the festival. And uh, he got a hold of me just over the phone, basically said, you know, every year we've got a group of students that graduate out of the City Chamber of Commerce, um, um, I'm sorry, out of the university yeah. into the City Chamber of Commerce, and we hold a graduation ceremony for them each year. And um, this year we're having um, uh, a few modern dance pieces, basically, um, and we're going to host it at the Cincinnati Ballet, and we were wondering if we could have, you know, choreograph 
um, a dance to one of your tunes. And I was like, and he thought for every time, which is on our, our first record back yeah. there, it was a great tune for it. So um, another trip we went down, we got to go sit and watch a couple dancers uh, dance to for every time. And um, that was pretty cool. You could pretty make cool. suggestions though, right? It's like, oh, you know, a little more, uh, <laughs> you know. A little more de joie de vivre on this part yeah. I would like to see. Well, they were... <clears throat> They asked if I would participate, but I didn't want to wear tights, so. <laughs> could have been a once-in-a-lifetime experience. <laughs> would have, maybe or, I could have worn that same outfit at Universal Girl that night, too. Or, yeah, <laughs> it would have worked. Um, night would have turned out a little yeah. differently. Yeah. Yeah. So, does that segue into Cougarville? <laughs> we got time for a couple. Do we have time for a couple? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Definitely. Well, we're going we're gonna to play a little reggae tune here first. Is that cool? Let's do it. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Kenny's got a guitar. The song's called Enemy Lines. The trouble with America. Lost the roots from where we came With the crazy show Oh, these channels, all this confrontation Gonna stick on stage. 
on the Cougarville. We wrote this song about Rhinelander. Bye. 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 Bye.
Chris Wagner, Kenny Lazar, Mark Maxson. Those guys are just communicating very <laughs> The Lucas Cates Band, y'all. Thank you so much for coming down tonight. Thank you for having us. Give it up for these guys, everybody. Hey, Lucas, what's the website? What's one of the five? Um, LucasCates.com and uh, MySpace backslash LucasCates. Um, there's, some, there's a sticker back there. There's a few of them back there, and there's a, a couple lists of uh, some shows coming up in Madison that we got up back there. Otherwise, LucasCates.com has all our events, uh, some CDs for sale. All right. Great. Let's thank hear it again. Thank you for having us, you guys. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> Wonderful. The Lucas Cates Band. All right. We can check us out on madtoastlive.com. We have podcasts coming out every Monday and Thursday at noon, Central Standard Time. Madtoast Live. Here for Madtoast Live, everybody. Come on. <laughs>